What exactly is abuse amnesia and how do you get through it? How do you deal with it? That's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Does that sound good to you? If so, hit that subscribe button and we'll get going. All right, now today's question comes from a viewer. Let's take a look. So Dorothy Henry wants to know, how do you deal with abuse amnesia? Let's talk about it. So I think the very first thing we need to do is actually define abuse amnesia. Probably it's what it sounds like, but just to be safe. The official definition is cognitive suppression that involves an abuse victim who can't remember certain things that happened during their abuse, where their boundaries have been violated and their life has been negatively affected. It is something that happens among people who are chronically abused over a period of time. It could be emotional abuse or physical abuse. Ironically enough, it often leads an abused person to say something positive about a person if you ask them how their relationship was with that person. This is very common, especially with people who were abused by a parent. They often don't even recognize that they have been abused. And if they do, they minimize that they have a high threshold for abuse because it's something that happened their whole lives. Now the positive response that they give, maybe it's just denial, but often it's the fact is that the abuse victim truly doesn't recall the abuse or doesn't see it as abuse. It can be a natural outcome of what is called confirmation bias, which basically means that a person didn't want that to happen, whatever that was, the abuse or whatever it was, and instead they, they forget that and they replace it with what they would have rather seen happen. It's also common in situations where the abused person is hoping that the abuser will sort of change. And so they, instead of seeing the abuser as an abuser, they see the person as someone who is just about to turn the corner and change. And so they see the abuse as almost like a relapse for that person as opposed to abuse. They sort of separate themselves from it. Ironically enough though, when someone starts to talk about the abuse in a situation where say they go to a therapist or a coach and they start to kind of recount the events of their childhood or their relationship that they were abused in, they very often find, oh my gosh, I remember this, I remember this, I remember this. And then the whole world can come crashing down for them until they work through that. I have one client in particular who I'm thinking of right now who, when I first started talking to this person, said only positive things about a parental figure in this person's life. And I'm, I'm kind of being vague here because I'm not trying to share any client information, but over the course of our discussions over the months, this person recalled quite a bit of abuse growing up. And it has been difficult for her, but she's working through it, and it turns out to be a good thing to be aware of it. Now, here's something important that I want you to know about abuse amnesia. It's exactly what allows a narcissist to hoover us back in. You know that old saying, absence makes the heart grow fonder? Well, abuse amnesia counts on that. Hoovering counts on that. So as you spend time away from the narcissist, they're more easily able to suck you back in if you have abuse amnesia. One of the best ways, in my opinion, to avoid abuse amnesia is to, first of all, acknowledge that you were abused. Secondly, make a list of all the reasons you don't want to go back to that person, all the things they did to you, all the reasons you need to stay separate from that person. Keep the list in a drawer or in a safe or wherever you need to keep it so that when you feel obligated or when you feel tempted to go back and when you start to forget the bad things and only remember the good things about that person and then they hoover you, you go pull that list out and remind yourself why you left or why you want to stay away at the very least. Now here's a little twist that happens with this type of abuse amnesia. Flying monkeys are often involved. So what's a flying monkey anyway? Well it might be a funny comparison you know, to call them flying monkeys but the reality of it is anything but funny. 
Here's a quick and dirty definition of a narcissist flying monkey. It's a person who doesn't the narcissist bidding for them. Sometimes these flying monkeys are unaware of their role in the narcissist puppet show. You know, the stage they set for their gaslighting manipulation and preferred state of drama. Other times, of course, they're in on it with them. Often flying monkeys come in the form of well-meaning friends and loved ones. They show up, they try to gently convince you to go along with what the narcissist wants. And it's generally a direct result of their own manipulation by the narcissist. See, a toxic narcissist, they'll do anything they can to get their way, including telling lies about you and or other people in order to make things go their way. The abuser, if they aren't able to gaslight you themselves and convince you that in fact everything that happened was really your fault, will often bring in a flying monkey, and the flying monkey will do the job for them. They'll convince you, they'll remind you of all the good things, and they'll minimize all the bad things. They'll say, was it really that bad? And before you know it, here comes the narcissist hoovering you back in, sucking you back into the relationship. If you maintain your ability to recall what occurred in your life, you might not fall for it. But if you haven't made your list and you haven't done the things you need to do to stay away, stay clear of the abuser, my friend, you're in a dangerous position. Abusers and flying monkeys are bound to be using blame shifting, aggression, temper tantrums, all kinds of stuff in order to, to convince you that you in fact are the problem and not them. Since you've been traumatized, you might find yourself really confused, not knowing what's going on. And when you have all of these people coming at you saying, are you sure you wanna leave? You guys were together for so long, or, oh, that's your mother. I, you know, don't you owe your mother something if you've gone no contact with your mother, whatever the case may be. When you go no contact, that is why it is so important to write everything down. Write down the reasons you're going no contact. Write down what happened to you and keep it for yourself. It will help you to avoid falling back into this trap. This is the only way outside of just rehashing it over and over in your mind, which I don't think is healthy. I think it's healthy to write it down when you're in the moment. And if you've already passed the moment, write it down now before you forget. Write down the reasons you went no contact and put it away where you can find it if or when you need it. Remember that narcissists are really good at sort of trying to rewrite your history and when they bring in a flying monkey, it only makes it worse. Keep your chin up, stay strong, don't fall for it. And don't forget to make your list. It's very important and it's the one way that you're gonna remember what happened and avoid abuse amnesia. Now, this brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you experienced abuse amnesia or do you know someone who did? And how did you deal with it? Did you find yourself sucked back in? or were you able to remember in time? Share your thoughts and your experiences in the comment section below. And who knows, maybe you're gonna help another survivor know that they're not alone today. That's all I've got for you right now. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body, take care of your soul, nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.